Hello everybody, it's Christina Caramo and welcome to It's Solid Food. You know folks, I'm so tired of complaining. I feel like I'm always complaining. If you knew me personally, I'm always ready to laugh. Like sometimes I get in trouble for the things that I laugh at. Like I send things to my cousin, she's like, Christina, what are you doing? Don't you have something else better to do? Because the stuff I send her is so funny. Like I'm always loving to laugh. And then I get on here and then I'm complaining. You guys know what I would love to do a show about something other than politics. Like, I would love to. You're like, no, you wouldn't because uh, she would. Like, seriously, like, I drink this tea every day. Like, a lot of people come home from work or they're into their day and they drink a glass of wine or what have you. I don't do that, right? I mean, for one, I'm a beer girl. That's first of all. Second of all, I don't want to pick up that habit. I don't want to drink wine every day to help calm down. But this tea I drink, right, it's so great. I wish I could make this company sponsor for my, for my show. I mean, it has ashwagandha in it and eleuthero and reishi mushroom and astragalus and all these great adaptogens to help you deal with stress. And I feel so relaxed. I would love to share you share with you guys these things. But guess what? I can't. I can't. Because the folks in the media won't do their job. They just tell you to obey, obey, obey. Don't ask questions, obey. Do what we say. Now, some of you may recognize this image and some of you may not. From the movie They Live, it was directed by John Carpenter. I think it came out in like 1984, 87, something like that. There's like no cool like 80s school. You have to see it. Roddy Piper was uh, the star in the film. And basically what was going on, they were living in Los Angeles and um, it was like these, basically these aliens, to make a long story short, had taken over and the people didn't know. Um, so they had to wear these special glasses to see what was happening, that they were actually being taken over by these race of aliens. And it was just like, obey, obey. And then when you put on the special glasses, you could see their real faces, like these skeleton faces here. You can see their real faces, and then behind the signs would say, like, watch TV, obey, 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 obey. Behind all the images and all the messaging, um, you could you would see a picture, but if you put on the special glasses, you would see what they were actually trying to communicate to you subliminally through the message. And what's funny is, like, on the poster, it's like, uh, you know, you see them on the street, you watch them on TV, you might even vote for one this fall. You think they're people just like you, you're wrong, dead wrong, obey. And then, and then <laughs> underneath here, you see it says, do not question authority. And that's what's happening in our society. It's like, you don't question authority. You don't ask questions. You do what we say, you follow along. And that's why on like Monday and Tuesday, I talked about like technocracy. And that's why I've been really focusing on, because I've spent several episodes talking about Marxism and communism. The technocracy is really the cousin. It's really no different. The, 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 instead of the rallying cry, the battle cry of being power to the people, tax the rich, like ALC type of stuff. She's just like a Marxist, right? She's not really a technocrat, even though she's, they all, they work together. All right, so they're like, we're going to give it to the people, the victimized, the oppressed. Give the power to the victimized. Where with the technocrats, their thing is give all the power to the authorities. Give it to the experts because they know what's best. And so with the Marxists, they're like, give it to the marginalized so we can have equity in society. Where they're like, the technocrats are like, give it to the experts because they know what's best for society. They're smarter than you. You're stupid. You didn't go to Yale. You're not a Rhodes Scholar. You didn't go to Oxford. So you're a dummy. That's their premise, right? 
So it's the same thing because they want to centralize. They want to create oligarchies. They want a centralized power source in the hands of a few people based on some kind of characteristics. And then for this, they're quote unquote experts. And you don't ask questions, you obey. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the push to, manda- to, to push for mandatory vaccines. I'm Christina Caramo, and now it's time for some solid food. Solid Food, where we discuss all things in Christian apologetics, culture, and politics. Now, we were warning people with this COVID, as this COVID situation began to go. Now, when it first happened, and they first put us on lockdowns, most of us, including myself, I I didn't know what to think of it, because I'd never experienced anything like it. Of course, we know the seriousness of infectious disease. Um, So, everybody was like two weeks to slow the spread. So, it was like, we're just going to do this for two weeks to kind of pause you're like, okay, this seems a little weird. I was a little, I felt a little uneasy because I'd never seen anything like it. But then two weeks turned into months. And now two weeks was in March. Now we're entering into January 2021. So it's been like 10 months since it's like, well, not quite 10 started March. So yes, roughly 10 months. Um, in January, it'll be 10 months, roughly mid January, that we've been doing this. It was supposed to be two weeks and it's turned into 10 months. And that's the nature of power. It, 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 when these people get power, they don't want to let it go. And this is why I spend so much time talking about politics. And, and, and tomorrow I'm going to talk about the Christian's duty in politics. Because to me, there's too many Christians who've taken this, oh, it's the end time. Okay, that don't mean you don't stop fighting. Jesus told us to occupy till it, till it comes. Yes, we see signs. That it, it, it clearly pointed to one of the things Bible prophesied as far as a global government. We could totally see that. I mean, like, I'll get to that more in this episode, but we could totally see that happening. But that doesn't mean we throw our hands in the air and say, oh, oh <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. God is sovereign. He has divine providence. Yes, he does. But if that was the case, we would be robots if we were just supposed to sit there and let things go on. We're supposed to speak up. We're supposed to fight back. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to maintain the blessing of America, but people don't want to do that. And some people may shriek and say, oh, how dare you say that? We live in a free nation. And you're throwing it all away. And you're, you're, you're welcome, welcoming tyranny because they've intimidated you and made you afraid to the point you're going to willingly go along with servitude. And that's why I opened the episode showing the clips of, of the They Live. You know, that, that's why they do this stuff is to make you obey and to make you comply. So you're completely afraid and you'll do exactly what they say with no question. Otherwise, you're a heretic. And, and let's continue on with this mandatory vaccine because they're trying very hard. So what they do is they have their prophets in the media first put out these ideas to kind of see how the public's going to respond. Because remember, and I talked about this yesterday. The goal of the media is to shift the Overton window. So politicians act based on oftentimes how the public responds because it's more of us than them and we can vote them out. Again, unless there's been massive election fraud, maybe we are powered very little, but we're still greatly outnumbered and we are an armed population. So if they piss us off too bad, the public is going to revolt. 
right? So the way they prevent the public from revolting and the way they prime us to accept whatever agenda they have is through their mouthpieces in the media. And so the media began to prime us to see how we're going to respond because like the Ticketmaster, there was a report in Billboard that the Ticketmaster is going to be um, either demanding that you have a COVID vaccine or you took a COVID screening before coming to a concert. And so um, the Ticketmaster released a statement saying, of course, when they said that, the public was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to concerts then. So the public pushed back. And so the Ticketmaster came out and said, oh, that's not true. We're not, we were just exploring it. We're not going to be doing anything. We don't have the authority to demand that um, certain like um, uh, uh, concert venues or concert halls, what have you, can can make people do that. We don't have the authority to do so. But you guys, out. how did that idea get out there? Because you were floating around. So, so again, they do this stuff to kind of shift the over to window. That way the public will actually demand this stuff based on what the media, it's, it's really a game. It's really sad. So the media puts something out there. They, they put something to get the public demanding it. That way the politicians can act without the public complaining. The public is demanding it because the Overton window has been shifted based on what they see in the media. But all along, the, the politicians and, and their cohorts have been pushing the media to report these stories so they can do whatever they want to do and the public will comply. So to give you a good indication that, look at this, uh, before I even get there, like in Michigan, uh, we have a state rep, David Legrand, who's introduced five uh, bills to cover, to make vaccines mandatory for children going to schools and nurse, uh, like daycare centers and the workers and everybody's there to make the COVID vaccine mandatory. So we already see a push in society to make these vaccines mandatory. And that, folks, is really, really scary. You know, to think that... We have government officials telling us what we can and can't, what I have to inject into my body. Before I get to the issues with the vaccine, I'm not even going to go there because there's two issues at hand. Number one, there's issues with this vaccine. That's, that's one issue. And there's also an issue of freedom. The government does not have the authority to compel me to inject something in my body. You have lost your mind. It's not going to happen. And I know I'm not alone. If you want to see you Americans unite fast, you'll make us unite real fast. Because I know people of all different political and religious persuasions who in no way in the world you're going to force them to get a vaccine. Now, you have some of these people who are completely brainwashed and think uh, Anderson Cooper and Rachel Maddow and all the folks in the regular media are like modern day prophets where everything they say is gospel and they think Bill Gates is like the second coming of Christ. I mean, that's what they want to think. Fair enough. you got a bunch of idiots out there like that and they're going to comply and do whatever the TV tells them to. And they're going to fight us tooth and nail. But there's a whole slew of people who the whole concept of forcibly injecting me with something is so morally reprehensible that they're going to fight back. Now, I was talking to somebody earlier today who doesn't share my optimism and says, oh, based on what we see so far, I think a lot of people are going to comply. And a lot of people will comply, but a whole lot will not. And it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a big fight because you're not going to come and tell me that I have to be ejected with something. But the government, knowing that it's unconstitutional to demand that people get vaccines, they're not going to have the National Guard show up in our, on our door. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. And I will get to that in a minute. I will get to that. Be patient. Watch the show. Be patient and watch the show. We'll get there. And let me also say this about me. 
I don't just say things. One of the reasons why it takes me so long to put together a show, because I always like to include clips of news articles in my show, because I do not want you guys to think I'm just saying things to be salacious or um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not just salacious, but to be like a shock value. You know, some people just say really outrageous things. It's like, really? You don't even believe that. But I bring receipts, honey. I bring receipts. To everything that I say, I bring proof that I'm not just saying things. So here's the first one from National Geographic. And the headline says, COVID-19 vaccines could become mandatory. Here's how it might work. After COVID-19 vaccine is available, you may need to get inoculated to go out to the office, attend a sporting event, or even get a seat at a restaurant. So the objective is... They won't be able to pass. It will be very hard to pass the law. See, we, in Michigan, where I live, there's an exemption. So basically, if you're a parent and, and, and they do have, like schools say, well, your kid has to get vaccinated. However, you don't have to technically, if you don't want to, because all you have to do is sign a waiver and we'll let you go. And you don't have to give a lot of details. It's just like a, it's just something that's a philosophical objection. It doesn't matter. And they just have you to come watch this video. And they're really nice about it. They make you watch a video and they're really polite. We just want to give you all the information so you can feel empowered to make the decision that you want to make as a parent. And that's the way they leave. They're really nice about it. And they let you go about your business. No problems. Well, we have David Legrand who wants to change that where, hey, if you don't get the COVID vaccine, your kid can't come to school, period. So the way they'll work around it is to just make it to where you can't participate in society without doing it. So this is where the fascism component comes in because it's going to be businesses and the government working together and the government is going to via the health department. That's the, that's the mechanism they're using now because like in Michigan where I live, our governor, it was, uh, it was um, ruled that what she was doing was unconstitutional and illegal. So now she just has the health department doing all her bidding. So that's what they'll do. They just have the health department make all these rules on these businesses. And sometimes these businesses are complicit in it and they'll go along with it. And so that's the way they'll make it happen is to make your life completely unlivable, to make it completely unlivable unless you comply and get the vaccine. And so that's what's going on. And people, we, we told you it was coming. We told you it was coming. And so then, and CNBC is reporting, yes, your boss can't fire you if you refuse to get a COVID vaccine. So this is how they're shifting the public opinion. So people in the public are, wow, they're reporting on CNBC. Then my job can fire me if I don't get the COVID vaccine. That's why I say, guys, we're not a conspiracy theorist. Let me get into the whole concept of conspiracy theorists for a quick moment and come back. A conspiracy simply means that people are meeting or working together in secret to do something illegal or wrong. So that's just a conspiracy. Do you even know what that means? Like people literally throughout the world, oh, that's just a conspiracy. Well, conspiracy are true. That doesn't make it false. But we've been convinced to not put things together. You see what I mean? When people start putting things together, the conclusion or the things that we see when we when we put when you see a puzzle piece, right? You see it like, oh, that's strange, okay. But when you start putting the puzzle pieces together and it starts to paint the picture, that's when everyone gets uneasy. That's when people get nervous. And so when people like me come along and we start painting the picture and we start putting all the puzzle pieces together, that's when people want to shout out conspiracy theories. I'm 
they're saying it right here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm not. So if, I, if that makes me conspiracy theorist, I wear my tinfoil hat with pride because, well, not pride because pride is a sin. Um, I wear it very happily. I will wear my tinfoil hat happily because this is precisely what they're doing. We're not just saying things. We're not just being outrageous. This is what these people are really doing. So if you don't get the vaccine, you lose your job so you can't work. This is why I encourage everybody. You need to be working for yourself as much as possible. What I mean is independently employed. Independently employed or working for a company that you know where you can come and say, hey, listen, what is your policy on this? You need to know these things now. It's time time for us to start getting prepared for the inevitable because there's going to be millions of people who will be forced to quit their job or take this vaccine. You're going to have to make a decision. So before you even find yourself in that predicament, you might as well start getting ready and making and bowing out. Like Chipotle announced that they will not do that. They will not be telling their employees to get a vaccine. So people working at Chipotle, they, they're safe for now. And I say that for now part, but people need to start really considering other forms of employment because these companies are already making their way to force you to get a medical treatment that you don't want to get. We'll get, and I'm not even getting into the concerns of the medical treatment. Then now, now you won't be able to travel. So um, this outlet is reporting Fox 13 News. I'm not sure what city this is in. Uh, it's a Fox affiliate somewhere. I want to say maybe Tampa because I follow for some, not, I don't know if it's Tampa somewhere in Florida. I follow um, some of the outlets because um, the sheriff in Polk County, Grady Judd, this dude is absolutely hilarious. Like his press conferences are sheer comedy. If you ever want to have a good laugh, please watch his press conferences. But I digress. So um, it says, want to travel? Those hoping to travel in 2021 may need to get a COVID-19 vaccine passport in order to do so. Several companies and tech groups are now working to create apps for your phone that will allow you to upload information about your COVID-19 test results and vaccination status. In the future, this may actually be needed in order for people to enter offices, attend large gatherings, such as movie theaters, concerts, and sporting events. So again, that Overton window that I talked about is being shifted to prep you, to prime you, to prepare you to take the inevitable. Either obey or adios. You see what I mean? This is what's going on. Qantas Airline has already said no flight without a vaccine. Passengers on Australia's Qantas must have a COVID jab in first sign of what could come across the industry. Now, here's the reality, folks. These people don't have the power they think they have. Because guess what? Christina Karama was not getting a vaccine. And if people stop flying, oh, they're going to change that real fast. They're going to change real fast. People stop flying, a whole lot of people not going to get it. People are going to stop flying. Quit going to movies. Quit going to concerts. These celebrities aren't that important. They entertain it, baby. I can watch. I can listen to the music. I don't have to hear you live. I mean, it's fun. But I can listen to it on Spotify. It's other ways to be entertained. We were in. People find ways to enjoy themselves before entertainment industry, before flying. I mean, yes, it will be very disappointing. Um, me personally, I would love to see the world as much as humanly possible. I, that's one of my goals in life. I want to see as much of planet Earth as I possibly can. I want to go to Antarctica. That's one of my dreams that I hope to do within the next couple of years, go to Antarctica. Just go somewhere like a complete snow desert. 
I will love that. Okay. That's me. I have a very, very curious mind. <clears throat> However, I'll be very disappointed, but I'm not going to inject myself with something that I feel to be very unsafe simply to participate in society. I will fight back. How I'm going to fight back? Well, for starters, I'm just not going to do it. And we will find other ways. It might require a parallel society for those who refuse to comply. I don't know. I don't know. And if I had an idea, I probably wouldn't say it on air. Okay? But, you know, people are going to have to fight back. You cannot accept this. You cannot accept this. And then we get into the reasonable concerns regarding the vaccine. Or number one, most vaccines, let's start back. This is not your traditional vaccine. Um, typical vaccines are simply inoculation, which I have no problem with inoculation. I mean, it saved millions of lives over the years. Simply, your body is in a controlled environment, is introduced to the disease. And then what happens is, is you build an immunity to the disease so you survive it when you encounter it, you see? That's traditional vaccination. This COVID-19, what's called a vaccine, isn't really a vaccine, folks. It's actual genetic modification. Your genes are being modified. Um, so what happens is, as I mentioned before, like how normal vaccine works with this one, is it modifies your messenger RNA. Your RNA gets modified. So the way your body, and I've talked about this before on the show, and you can look this up yourself. You don't have to just take my word. But the way your body works, the way, let me get back to aging, right? So I, um, like I turned a certain age this year, I'm not even going to say, not that I want to hide my age, it's not like toxic information, I don't care about that, but I just have my reasons. So it was like today, this year was the first time I actually felt older. Like I have not, I have not thought about my age until this year. And suddenly I started thinking about it, like, damn, what kind of, ooh, you know, let me work on my health a little bit, right? <laughs> so, um, nevertheless, what happens is that as, as time, our, our, Genes multiply, right? Our genes are constantly getting new genes, constantly, right? So what happens is, is that you have your DNA, which is your information. And then your RNA is basically the messenger. So the RNA copies the information from the DNA. It leaves out the nucleus to grab amino acids to build new cells. As we get older, the quality of amino acids um, that are grabbed diminish so we look older. That's how we age. Just the quality of cells diminish as time goes on. That's why people take like collagen. Um, I take a lot of supplements because um, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s. So I was like, you know, I'm going to take a lot of supplements so I can, um, you know, be as healthy as possible. It's not just about looking a certain way. It's about quality of life. You know, so like I take collagen. Right, I take collagen. I take glutathione. I take um, N-acetylcysteine. I think it's called. I take several things that way. I have high quality amino acids. So as my body is replicating new cells, this high quality cells versus low quality cells. You understand? Now, what does all this have to do with the vac COVID vaccine? And why even calling it a vaccine is kind of a misnomer. Um, what it does is it manipulates the RNA. So it manipulates the RNA that way when you are, when your RNA is building these, aiding in the process, because it's not, it's not the only factor, but it's part of it. When your RNA is aiding in the 
process of building new cells, it's building these new cells that are COVID resistant. So it manipulates your genes by manipulating the new genes that are created. So a lot of people like go, oh, it doesn't manipulate your DNA. When it builds new cells, it does manipulate the DNA to a certain extent as it may not even manipulate the previous DNA code, but it creates new cells with new code. See what I mean? Because it has it introduces information into the RNA to create new different cells with new code. So it does manipulate your genes. So it's gene manipulation. And so people have a right to be concerned because number one, there's never been a, a vaccine on the market like that. So there's never, ever, ever been an RNA vaccine on the market. So you want to give us this brand new vaccine. Check this out. That you only tested for two months. Typically, a vaccine like that needs to be tested for years. A typical vaccine is at least tested for two years. But you guys have a completely new vaccine on the market. This needs to be tested for at least 10 years. Because anytime when we know with medication, there's side effects. And, and especially considering the fact that you're going to be manipulating my RNA, that means that there could be side effects five, 10 years down the road with these new genes that you've created in my body. You genetically modified me. Just like genetically modified food is genetically modifying people. That's why a lot, a lot of people have issues with genetically modified food. Because you can, you can say, oh, we're going to make corn resistant to this particular bug or this particular disease. But you doing that, it may cause it to be, to have a certain property to be missing that is needed to make it healthy for the human body. Just think of certain, like, what peanut allergies, when did these come around? All these food allergies, think about it. Now you can't take a peanut butter salad, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a school. It's like bringing a gun. Of course, I'm doing a little hyperbole, but you get the point. Because a lot of people are deathly allergic to peanuts. 20 years ago, when I was in elementary school, more than 20 years ago, when I was in elementary school, everybody, lots of kids, I, I don't like peanut butter jelly sandwiches. FYI, I like peanut butter and crackers. With the peanut butter on the inside of the cracker, the soft side needs to be on the outside. No, but seriously, you, you guys get the point. And we were eating genetically modified food for 20 years before we even knew it. I have a book called Twisted Genes Alter Truth talking about that. And so now a lot of companies clearly mark this genetically modified food. So if there's concern regarding genetically modified food, we're supposed to just be up and ready to take a, genet a vaccine that genetically modifies us? It's only been tested for two months? And you skip the animal trials? We're supposed to just take that? Obey, obey. Don't ask questions. You gotta be kidding me. No way. No way. I want to know what's going on. And I have every right to ask that question. So people have every right to be concerned. People have every right. And then you have companies and all these different news media outlets trying to say, we're going to make you do it. Okay. Nice try. And so then we saw a lot of shenanigans going around the whole PR campaign, part, part of the propaganda campaign to get the public. So we see this nurse here. Um, she gets the vaccine and like roughly, I think like 17 minutes after getting the COVID vaccine, she faints. So the official story is that, well, she has some underlying condition that whenever she feels pain, she faints. 
I call BS. And I'm going to tell you why. Is it possible that it's true that she really does have this condition that whenever she feels pain, she faints? Very possible. Is it probable? No. Let me tell you why. Want to know why? She's a nurse. She conducts medical treatment on other people. Are we really going to have someone who gives people shots? An all kind of potential. You know, you can't just be a nurse. I, my best friend is a nurse. And just like other professions, you can maybe pass with a certain GPA. To be in the medical professional, you have to have a very high GPA because you're dealing with people's lives. It's very serious. You can't mess up. She's not just changing bedpan. She's a registered nurse. So that means she gives people all kinds of shots, does all kinds of treatment. She can't be passing out. What if she gets a Charlie Hurst in her leg while she's giving someone an IV? She could kill somebody. So you mean to tell me that someone who is a nurse has such a sensitive condition that when she feels any ounce of discomfort or pain, she instantly collapses and they're going to allow her to be a nurse? That doesn't even make sense. I'm not saying those types of conditions don't exist. I don't know. But who in their right mind would allow her to be a nurse? That's the part that makes it sound stupid to me. Now, is it possible? It's possible. But is it probable? Ugh. No. No. I don't believe it. I call crap. I think she had a reaction. Then you have this other story here. It turns out five nurses in El Paso did not receive the COVID-19 vaccine Tuesday at University Medical Center. CBS4 noticed a discrepancy when the nurses went to be vaccinated. The second nurse went to be vaccinated. The syringes used were empty. See the video. I mean, this is the, the local. This is, it. I think, it's somewhere in Texas. And you should see the video. Like the guy puts the thing in and he like twists it around. I'm an unvaccinated person. I had one mom gave me one vaccine when I was a little. And then people started sounding the alarm on some of these vaccines. Because this is the problem with the vaccines. And the people try to make us, you're anti-vaxxer because you're crazy. Again, go back to the obey. Bring up the obey sign. Obey, obey, obey. Don't ask questions. The problem isn't the concept of inoculation, which I completely support. The issue is, is that these vaccines have a bunch of additives and ingredients in there, and they do a bunch of combo shots. And we don't know what's in these shots they're giving us. It's just like, take it, shut up, you don't ask questions. It's like, it used to be like a few shots, really spaced apart. No, it's like combo shots. And then on top of it all, you can't even sue the companies who give you the vaccine. And then the CDC, whose job it is to regulate basically these vaccines, the, or the FDA, the people who work for the FDA and the CDC go to work for these corporations they're supposed to be regulating. And the people who work for the corporation go to the CDC and FDA. So it's a revolving door. And nobody, like, no, the, news, the, the news media won't talk about this. So I have to. And I'm not the only one. There's a bunch of us out there. Like, um, the CDC was supposed to be doing a study regarding the autism and the vaccines. And the woman, or man, I believe I'm pretty sure it was a woman, who was overseeing the CDC at the time during the study, afterwards she went to go work for Merck. If that isn't fishy, if that isn't fishy, so the same people who are supposed to be regulating these vaccines and these medical industries and these pharmaceutical companies when they leave the FDA and CDC, they go work for the companies. And then the people who work for these companies go to work at the FDA and CDC, and we're supposed to trust their findings. Give 
give me a break. Give me a break. I remember this woman I worked with. This isn't just somebody who just said something online. A woman I worked with told me about what happened to her son as soon as he got the vaccine. Same story, fever, autistic. It was a case in Georgia. A case in Georgia. The, the father was a mitochondrial specialist. He was able to prove that the vaccines caused his daughter's autism. How many people do you know are a mitochondrial specialist? There's clearly something in some people that they react negatively. Of course, it is in most people, or we would have a society full of people with problems. But the autism rate is skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Do you really think it, our society will function with a bunch of mentally disabled adults? And besides, what about the quality of people's lives? We struggle as it is. You really Is that what you really want for a society? People don't, it's like, you can't ask those questions. That's, 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 taboo. that's taboo. You can't do that. Just obey, obey, obey. And I remember I met another woman at a rally. Uh, these women for, it was like some kind of medical freedom. And this woman was talking to me. She said, well, the same thing happened to her son. Totally fine. Got the vaccines, got a fever, bam. So there's clearly something in some people where they were at negatively. The public has a right to know. There needs to be a study done why some people, after having the vaccines, they have this response. But if that study is done, you think this, this COVID boondoggle bill was a lot of money only too. It's going to be billions upon billions of dollars because the vaccine injury court, the federal government will owe billions, billions, if not trillions, of parents whose children are not autistic. I mean, there's video upon video of people with their kid is normal and just walking around and having a good time. Then the next thing you know, the kid's in the corner drooling. After, and the parents are like, what happened to my kid? So, I mean, and, and these people aren't making it up because they'll turn around and the kid, they'll have a, a video of the kid as an adult and it's still drooling. And I'm not saying this to be comical or light. I'm, I'm saying it's the person, it means there's variations, but some of these people are literally cannot function. You know, there's a spectrum to autism. Some people are autistic and they still can go on and live semi-productive lives. Some people cannot. They are basically have to be institutionalized forever. So, I mean, there's too much history with the vaccines being problematic. The public has a right to be concerned. The public has a right to ask questions. And it's all concept that we're supposed to just take medical treatments and don't ask questions. It's absurd. And then you want to make it to where we can't live life, where we can't participate in society. We can't work. We can't go to school. We can't do the activities that we, the leisure activities we enjoy. Looks like I'm going to be taking road trips because you're not putting that mess in me. It ain't happening. So, and again, it goes back to, again, I'm going to show you this short exchange. The short exchange that happened on CNBC. And you can see, just watch it and, and, and I'll give my thoughts in a moment me that shutting down, which is the easiest answer, is necessarily the only answer. Rick, I just, I, I just as, a, as, a, as a public health and public service announcement uh, for the audience, the difference wait, between wait, a big all, box retailer... Who is this? Hold on. The difference between... <clears throat> it's oh, Andrew. The, differ the difference between who a else? big box retailer... Hold on. The difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant, or frankly, even a, a church are so different, it's unbelievable. Going into a big box retailer, I you're wearing... I disagree. You're wearing You can a mask. have your thoughts and I you're can have mine. You're required to wear a mask. I disagree. I, it's science. I'm sorry. 
It's science. If it's you're wearing a mask, science. it's a different story. 500 people in a Lowe's aren't any safer than 150 people in a restaurant that holds 600. I don't believe it. Sorry. Don't believe okay. it. And I you, live in an area where there's a lot of restaurants that have fought back and they don't have any problems. And they're open. Okay. You don't have to believe it. But let me just say this. You're doing a I disservice to I the won't. viewer because the viewers need to you understand it. You are doing it. a disservice we, we are to the viewer. You are. You are. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, 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 I, I would like to keep our viewers as healthy as humanly possible. The idea of packing people into yeah. restaurants. I think our viewers are smart enough to make part of those decisions on their completely own. Different I don't things. think that I'm much smarter than all the viewers like some people do. So as you saw from that clip, the gentleman uh, with the dark hair, um, I don't know his name, the other guy is Rick Sant Santorelli or Sant Santorini, I'm not sure his last name, but nevertheless, the other guy was clearly, you can see the propaganda happening before your eyes. He's like, no, no, the public health announcement, it doesn't make sense. Like he said, if you can have 500 people packed into a Lowe's or a Costco, why can't people go to church? I mean, if you go to the mall, it's packed, it's jam-packed. So you mean to tell me people go shoulder to shoulder to a mall, but they can't go sit down at a restaurant? They can wait shoulder to shoulder in line at the full court, but I can't sit down in the full court to eat? It doesn't make sense. And this guy on the left is like a public service announcement. You're doing a disservice to the public because it's about obey, obey, obey. The people in the media, like I said, my boy Tony calls our media the prophets of Baal. That's what they are. They lie to you. They lie to you constantly. Their job is to brainwash you and to tell you to comply, obey, don't ask questions. You listen to us. We're in charge. We're the authority. And like the other guy said, it doesn't make sense. You want to tell me people can go into pack into a big box store, but they can't go inside of a small business? How? So you mean, so basically what these people are doing is they're trying some of this stuff. I don't necessarily think all these individuals necessarily know what they're a part of. They're just such in a bubble. They repeat their own garbage so much. But they're in the process of killing small businesses to only allow big businesses to run. And these big businesses are going to be who everybody works for and need to survive. And they can put all kind of compliance reg and regulations on us. And then we'll, and it'd be very hard to fight back because everybody needs them so much. And this guy is sitting here saying the most idiotic thing that it's safe to go in lows, but it's dangerous to go to church. How? How? It's just obey don't ask questions and so when the other guy is asking these very logical questions the other guy's getting frustrated it's like you can't say that we can't allow the public can't be thinking it's just a, they're just supposed to obey anyway you see here like the governor of rhode island now she closed all bars for three weeks look at her got her little glass of wine at a paint party having a good time and you see this kind of stuff constantly where these people well, these people, they go out to dinner and restaurants and have a good time and they party and live it up and blah, blah, blah. Just like uh, Gavin Newsom, our governor of Michigan, she threw a graduation party for her daughter. They do all this stuff and tell us shelter in place, don't go anywhere. But they are living the best lives. I think it's in Austin, Texas. They call it the mayor in Cabo. After he's done all this stuff with all these regulations, but he's out in Cabo. This, this is what these people do. So logic would dictate Maybe they know something we don't know. What a novel idea, folks. Now, this is where it gets really scary. If you ain't scared yet, you ain't paying attention. And I said it ain't on purpose. So in Spain, now if you pay attention, I like to follow global politics. I am 
I was I used to watch the British House of Commons for fun as a teenager. This is Christina. Okay. Um, so in Spain, in Spain, they're keep they started a registry for everybody who refuses a COVID vaccine. Now, Spain is part of the European Union, FYI. Okay, so in Spain. You have to get a COVID vaccine if you don't. I don't know what the consequences are when I say have to. Um, I'm not sure what the ramifications are if you don't. But if you don't, they're going to put your name on the list. Now, what is the point of the list? What are they going to do with this list? We don't know. I don't know. You know, that is very scary to compile a list. They're going to do something with that information. What all they're going to do to the people, we don't know. They haven't said. I have some speculations, but I only like to speak on the evidence I have. Um, I'm very big on going to the logical conclusion of everything because everything ultimately goes to its logical conclusion. Logical conclusions are inescapable. They obviously want to do something with these people. Either A, put them in some... I, I don't know. I can't say they're going to put people in camps. I do not know. I have no idea what Spain's going to do. They said this information is going to be kept secret. Why do you need this information? Just saying. And leftists around the world act the same. They're all getting their, their marching orders from the likes of George Soros and Klaus Schwab and all these kind of world economic... Pay attention to the World Economic Forum. Look at the stuff they... Go to their website, see the stuff they say. <laughs> if you listen to some of these speeches, this stuff is it's pure technocracy. It's just technocracy. That's all it is. And then they have their mouthpieces in the media and all, oh, you know, and everybody's funneling through the, you know, Council of Foreign Relations and the Bilderbergs and everybody's funneling through the World Economic Forum and everybody's funneling through Harvard and, and Yale and Oxford and everybody's a Rhodes Scholar and they're experts to so listen to them shut up and don't ask questions. See, the way they have the information source concentrated in a, group, a very small group of people and they're all a bunch of globalists. But as I said, leftists around the world all act the same. I'm going to show you this clip from Canada. Now, I want you guys to watch this. It's about three minutes, and we're going to wrap and close the show for today. But you got to watch this. Now, this is happening in Canada. This is happening. Again, as I said before, I don't speak unless I have evidence to back up what I'm saying. I don't just say things to be inflammatory or salacious or uh, wild or shock jock. If I don't have the facts, I don't speak on it. I will never do that. And I'm not saying I'm never wrong. I'm human. I'm not God. But if I got say, if I'm saying something, I got some evidence. Just check this out what's going on in Canada. Next question. The member for Lanark Frontenac, Kingston. Thank you, Speaker. Speaker, my question is to the Premier. In my supplemental question yesterday, I asked this government if the people of Ontario should prepare for internment camps. In September, the federal government posted a call for expressions of interest for contractors to supply, provide, and manage quarantine isolation camps throughout every province and every territory in Canada. These quarantine isolation camps, however, are not limited to people with COVID but provide a wide latitude for many people to be detained. Surely this government is aware of the intentions to build these isolation camps from coast to coast. And my question to the Premier is, how many of these camps will be built? And how many people does this government expect to detain? Question. Government House Leader. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Speaker. 
Uh, it is very true that when people leave the country and when they come back in that the, uh, uh, the province is suggesting and, uh, and the federal government, in cooperation with the federal go government, we are suggesting that people uh, isolate uh, themselves. That has been a, a practice that has been very successful not only here in the province of Ontario but across, uh, uh, across Canada. And we will, of course, be redoubling our efforts to make sure that uh, the people of the province of Ontario uh, remain safe, Mr. S Mr. Speaker. So if the member is referring to the fact that uh, uh, that one of the public health policies is that when you return from a jurisdiction outside of the province of Ontario or from another country that you isolate yourself for, uh, for two weeks. I would suggest uh, uh, that that has been a good, uh, a good policy that has been working. In fact, this House has been doing the same thing since we came back. We are working in cohorts to make sure that the Legislative Assembly can continue to operate. That's why we have two separate cohorts. Uh, Mr. Speaker, response and the cooperation of the official opposition. That is why all members of the independents have been excluded from that cohort because we want them to be able to participate in debate. So we will continue to do everything in our power to make sure that this house continues, but that the people of the province of Ontario and Canada are kept safe. Supplementary question. Again, uh, back to the premier. Here's the RFP, and in the RFP, it uses clear language to express that these camps can be used for a broad spectrum of people, not limited to travellers. Indeed, it doesn't even mention inter international travellers. It's just a broad latitude of people. And I'll send over the copy of the RFP after. So your government is, must be in negotiations, negotiations and aware of these plans to potentially detain and isolate citizens and residents of our country in our province. So, Speaker, to the Premier, where will these camps be built? How many people will be detained? And for what reasons, Questions. for what reasons can people be kept in these isolation camps? And I'd like to, I'd like to have the Premier assure the people of Ontario. Member, take a seat. The next question. You saw it for yourself. Right in Canada. Now, she's a conspiracy theorist. This is, I mean, conspiracy theorist, it is a conspiracy. You even know what that word means when you use it? It is a conspiracy right in front of your face. This is what's going on in Canada. We know globalists around the world, they function the same. They're globalists. In Canada, they're building detention centers. And the guys ask a simple question. And, and they're trying to use public health. Notice they're doing it here in the United States, they're doing it in Canada, they're doing it in Spain. They're doing all types of unethical practices in the name of public health. And they're, they're going to they're building camps to detain people. And he's like, hey, the language in here, you, you live a broad latitude of reasons to detain people. Broad latitude of reasons to detain people. And they're like, sit down. They cut them off. So that, that's what's happening. I had something else I want to share with you guys going on at U of M, but I, we're out of time, and so I'm going to wrap it up there. But I just want you guys to share this episode with everybody you know. This is not a Republican versus Democrat issue because you have low opposition purposely on the Republican side to help these globalists on the Democratic side push their agenda through. They're all, if some of them on the Republican side, they're, a lot of them are in cahoots. I'm telling you, it's the truth because they're not fighting back like what happened in Michigan. We sit here and have people in our house, our state house, that want to brought up articles of impeachment against our governor, and you had the House Speaker shoot him down. Like, no, y'all can't, y'all not gonna do that. It's just like, 
It's there. It's happening. Stop trying to exist in a world that doesn't. You're just going to lose in the end. Operate in the world that really is existing. And it's time to push back before it gets out of control. Because it's happening. So stop living in fantasy land. Get with what's happening. Fight back. All right, so I'm Christina Caramo. And when I say fight back, I don't mean violently, by the way. I got to put that out there because there's always somebody who will try to twist my words. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying fight back lawfully and in a godly manner. Let me just say that. So thank you for tuning in to It's Solid Food. I greatly appreciate it. You can check out my website, ChristinaCaramo.com, um, my YouTube or Facebook at the Christina Caramo Project. Instagram, Cromo the Great, and Cromo the GR and the number eight, and on Twitter at Rise Phoenix Lot. And remember to be brave and bold because the gospel of Jesus Christ must be told. Toodle!